Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. All right, and we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Lance's House of Sports. I'm your host, Lance Wyatt, and I'm here with my sidekick, Ben Gabriel. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, back doing our weekly thing. So today is going to be a a mainly basketball-based podcast for you guys today. But of course, I know you guys watched Championship Weekend in the NFL this past weekend. But we got to talk about the games. We got to talk about the games on the week off in between the Super Bowl and the Conference Championship. And the first game, it was 49ers in Philadelphia facing the Eagles. And the Niners had problems from the jump. Brock Purdy ended up getting injured. It was an elbow injury. And do you know the uh, exact information on his injury? Because I know he's out for six months. He probably, so he ruptured a ligament. It's like the ulnar, like collateral ulnar ligament. He ruptured it, I think. Wow. You were exactly right. Look at you. Yeah. Your school's paying off. Anatomy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They're going to get a second opinion on it. Um, it should have happened by now, though. But the hope is that it's not ruptured. But it'll only require. Oh, okay, okay. My apologies. Six week recovery. I swear I saw so, something so that said six months. You didn't rupture it. Though. Yeah, but if it is, then it'd probably be more than more like that, right? Yeah. Um, but bigger picture here: Brock Purdy got injured early in the game, um, so it was Josh Johnson against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And I'm sure you guys could guess exactly what happened. I mean, the Eagles dominated that game. They won that game 31 to seven. And it was just all Eagles all day. I mean, right? I mean, yeah, I don't I mean, know. There's not, I don't have a lot to say about that game. Yeah. It was like, it was, was disappointing. Little, it was, it was very disappointing. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely weird to think about now. The quarterbacks that the Eagles had to go through to get to the Super Bowl were Daniel Jones and, and Josh Johnson. I guess. Yeah. 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 Easy run. Yeah. Very you know, easy. it's just, it's just, they got blessed one seed. Yeah. They got blessed. So yeah. it, it brings in, an interesting question for when we start talking about the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't throw a touchdown, but, I mean, he had a rushing touchdown, 121 yards in the air. He did his job. Um, I feel bad for Christian McCaffrey, though, because he was giving it his all. I mean, he had the sole touchdown on the day. Um, I mean, but, he looked like the best player on the field. Yeah, he really did. He proved us wrong a little yeah. bit because we were maybe underrating him a little bit on our rankings list last week. Yeah, um, we did. I mean, 15 carries, 84 yards, five and a half a carry. And then he also had 22 receiving yards. I mean, uh, it was just a tough. It was a it was a tough 100 yards for him. But yeah. he. But from watching him, if I'm trying to take a positive out of that game for the Niners, it's that CMC looks good. Yeah. And that they should be excited to have him next year. Before we move off from the Niners, Demarco Ryan, defensive coordinator for him, he's getting shipped off. He's going to the Texans, going back to where he started, I believe. Um, so what do you think of that replacing Lovey Smith? Um, you think he can possibly turn him around? Uh, I mean, he had a great, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call it a mentor. And what, Shanahan? I feel like, yeah, because he's not like, Shanahan's not older than. Yeah, but he, he was on a great staff. Yeah, you know, he he had a lot of guys to learn from. I don't know, I think it'll be good. He'll get Stroud or Bryce Young and he'll have something to work with at least. Yeah. Quarterback. Yeah, I would definitely give him at least two years to get settled in there. Yeah. Because you don't. The rookie QB. You, yeah, and, you, don't bring in a, you don't bring in a guy like that to have one year of opportunity. So, so Davis Mills is just done, I guess, right? I mean, I would assume so. I mean, I was always kind of a fan of him. Obviously, he's not great or nothing, but he's, decent, had, he's had nothing to work with either. So. Huh? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It'd I mean, Brandon Cooks, and that's a, and Kiki 
Kate. <laughs> they were not uh, literally they had a good but... rookie running back. Uh, yeah, Damian Pierce. He had a yeah. good year this year. He's they good. have some promise, but you know they just have way too many no weak defense, spots it's all over the place. Yeah, no receivers, yeah. no line. It'll be in- it'll be interesting. <laughs> we're getting a little off topic. Because <laughs> um, the other game, we got to get right back on topic. Now's the time. The Bengals lost. <laughs> the Bengals lost this weekend to the Chiefs in an absolute dog fight. Um, it went right down to the wire. And, of course, like everyone predicted, it was a three-point game by the end of it. Chiefs were able to get it done, winning that game 23-20. to That was a hell of a performance from the two quarterbacks, though. Yeah. Um, even though Joe Burrow had a couple costly errors throughout the game. I don't know. He played a solid game, I would say. I don't know. One of his he ed- had a costly error, I yeah. would say. His deep ball downfield, that's a punt, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Do you. Toss it up to T. See what he can do. Yeah. But, no, I was was really impressed with Joe Burrow. I mean, watching a guy like him run and fight for 17 yards on a second down, you know, like it's just cool to see because normally you see Joe Burrow sliding and not wanting to take the hits. But he gave a a little. Yeah, he was shifty. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But that's it for the Bengals. Before we keep talking about the Chiefs, they no 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 no. That's not what I meant exactly. I was about to, I was about to looking past the game now. I mean to say because I mean that one that one was tough. I mean you won three in a row. Patrick Mahomes was due against y'all, and I mean uh, what's the rookie's name that made the costly play at the Joseph end of the game? Asai. Joseph Asai. I mean he had a good game. He had a great game. You were saying it, but I mean just a costly play at the end, and it just. Help Mahomes finally get over the hump against Joe Burrow. But looking past the game now, how you feel about your boys? You got to still be feeling pretty confident for the future. Yeah, in Cincinnati. I mean, I'm re- ready for next season. Yeah, you know. Yeah, losses happen. I actually, you know, I expected to be a little more upset than what I was. It's fine, you know. The Eagles are going to dominate the Super Bowl. You think Bowl. so? I do. Jeez. Ah, Patrick Mahomes is going to be healthy though. It's going to be hell. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. I know. You, I know you're trying to say you're not. You're okay. No, I wish I was there. Like, that, like we that, wish we were there. Yeah, of course. Of course but, but come on, you gotta you gotta say what you were telling me earlier today. Teams, like you, know? you guys have a hell of a future. You guys' rosters loaded. You Joe got, Burrow, we're paying him this this summer. Yeah, you know, we're gonna yeah. have him for seven, eight years. <laughs> <laughs> um, eight years, four hundred million. Is that what you're thinking? Fifty million a year. Eight million. Yeah, eight years. Eight years, four hundred fifty million. It's a lot of money. It's fifty-five million a year. That's got to be one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. Aaron Rodgers makes fifty-five right now. I think he's getting paid less than that. They got to make him the highest QB paid. You think? I don't think there's a contract bigger than three hundred thirty million though. Patrick Mahomes was f- ten years, five hundred million. Uh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I just wasn't thinking about that. He's getting paid just as much, you know. Yeah. It's the way the game is evolving. Let's see. Matthew Stafford has a four-year, $160 million. Um, Russell Wilson, <laughs> four-year, four $140. does not seem right. No. I thought it was like five-year, 230 or something. Maybe it is remaining. Oh, uh, maybe. Remaining on the contract, yeah. Josh Allen, six years, $258 million, 47 a year. Sean Watson, $46 million a year, five, $230 million. That's the worst contract in the NFL. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Rodgers has 350 left on his, so whoever ends up taking that, I mean, that'll be really interesting because that's a huge... It's $50 million. Yeah. How much for, of a salary For an old-ass man. hate to say it. <laughs> so you think you think he winds up above all those guys? I think he winds up with 
if he doesn't wind up above, he winds up the same as Pat, getting 50 a year. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Joe would maybe be the type of guy to not take 50 I'm hoping he takes the pay dollars. cut, you know? Yeah. Resign Jamar, resign T. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm praying he does. I'm hoping he takes 40, you know, 45. I'm, the big interesting thing to me is what happens with T. Higgins in the next couple of years. Yeah. He, but I, I think the Bengals know how important he is to the offense, and they're going to, you know, they're going to try their best to keep those three guys there. Yeah. And then, you know, we're probably going to have to get rid of TB and Joe Mixon. And that's, I mean, getting rid of TB is not that big of a deal. I mean, he's a good piece for you guys, but. I think it's a big deal, but. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I, I, really I think you saw it affect the AFC Championship game. Mm. He got hurt in the first quarter, and the offense slowed down in the second half. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm undervaluing him a bit. I mean, he's the best slot receiver in the NFL. Tyler Boyd? Statistically. Name, name one. Those name some. Name some. Slot, you know, wide receiver threes on their team. Slot receiver. <sighs> TB's okay, the that's best. That's a tough question. TB's the best. A wide receiver three who plays slot. That is actually on fantasy rosters, and like people think about putting him in the flex because he's nice. Um, <laughs> like Hunter Renfro, like <laughs> Hunter Renfro had a good year though, or not this year? I'm talking about he's had good years, is what I mean. But no, I'm not talking about Hunter Renfro. Um, third, okay, he's probably the best third. Yes, yeah, slot receiver. receiver on the team. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But I mean, best slot receiver in general. I mean, most the ones and the twos are the X and the Y, you know, on the outside, and then you got the Z in the slot. Play, know, I'm trying to think of names. He plays the Z. Where's Christian Kirk play? Everywhere. I've seen him wind up everywhere. What about uh? No, not them. <laughs> Or Garrett Wilson plays out wide. Yeah. He's never in the slot. He lines up in the slot, too. Yeah. And so a lot I mean, of guys are two-dimensional, but, like, pure slot, like, numbers from the slot, he's the best. Hmm. That's an interesting <laughs> debate that I want to come back to one time with you. <laughs> I'm very interested. But well, let's let's talk about the Super Bowl for a quick minute. Obviously, we're going to save most of it for next week. But Eagles-Chiefs, I mean, I think looking on paper, the Eagles have the way better football team. But the Chiefs, they have Patrick Mahomes. And you know what? Their defense showed that they can shine. Um, I mean, Chris Jones, we talked about him before. Him and the rest of the line was huge for them, getting to Joe Burrow last week. I mean, they were crumpling your guys' line in the game. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it was expected because they are in the NFL, but, like, it's a bunch of backups. Yeah. I mean, I guess. It's but, like last year. It's like they, the line we had last year. they played really year. well against the Bills. Well, we lost another one after the Bills. We had another Apple? guy. Yeah. We had another guy set out. That was during the game, I thought. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had another one out, though. Yeah, no, you guys were banged up. You guys were banged up. the Chiefs' up. I was just, line is way better than they the Bills' just, You know, I'm just stating the facts. Like, whatever. I'm not trying to be an ass, but they, they crumbled. They crumbled yeah, hard. They it did. was hard for Joe Burrow they, out there. He got sacked he was, four times in, like, two possessions. Yeah, it was hard yeah. for him out there. Um, so I think it's going to be really interesting to see that defensive line go up against the Eagles because that's, you know, e- their biggest power is their offensive line, in my opinion. Their front line on defense and their offensive line. I mean, it's absolutely incredible because that's why I think the Eagles are so dominant because their offense can do whatever they want whenever they want because they have the time to do it because of how dominant their offensive line is. I mean, and they dominate both sides of the line. And that's yeah. why things are going to happen in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
I mean, I think. I mean, I I didn't even know this until it showed on the during the game, but Hassan Reddick has like 18 sacks yeah, on the season. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. That's, right. that's crazy. Like that's insane. It was uh, who was he? It was right behind Bosa. Yeah, he was right behind <laughs> Bosa. No, we no were one dis- talked about him. All we were discrediting Hassan Reddick too. Yeah, no, I never yeah. hear his name. Never. <laughs> yeah. So M. Fletcher Cox, like they got guys. Yeah, no, they're deep. Jordan Davis, deep. like. Yeah. Should list, be list goes on. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is going to need to put on a show in yeah. the Super Bowl, oh, he which will. could totally happen. He will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Travis Kelsey will get his, you know, two touchdowns. Yeah. Break the record. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> He'll probably get it because they're going to need him. Yeah. Last big piece of news before we move on to the NBA, Sean Payton. How about that? I mean, that, that was an all-out trade, which I didn't realize needed to go down to get – because was Sean Payton technically under contract or something like yeah. that? I don't know if you know he the was. full length of it. Because he's still getting paid from the Saints. Yeah. So the, you know, they gave the contract to Denver. Yeah. I mean, the trade here, it says Denver's trading a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 second-rounder to the Saints for Sean Payton and a 2024 third-rounder. I didn't even know you could trade coaches like that. <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew about it, but you never see it. No, you that's... Know, it's just, it's weird. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I... I think I, he's going to be great there. I th- I think he'll do well too. I think he makes Russ a whole lot better. Russ, I mean Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, yeah, uh, uh, Javante Williams. Yeah, no, I agree like, completely. They have a squad. Like, yeah, they who, were, who's their who's their tight end? We just we, we fan. Ta- yeah, no fan. We were talking about that. The and uh, I mean they got Albert Ockham Wembom or yeah. I apologize, I don't know how to pronounce his <laughs> name, but he was supposed to be like the big time guy yeah. this year. And KJ uh, Hamler, like they have a squad. KJ Hamler's solid. I mean, like wide receiver three, he's pretty good. Yeah, no, he's solid. He's yeah. solid. It, no, I like it. I it like. It. I like better. the get for the Broncos because obviously Nathaniel Hackett was not the answer <laughs> at all. No, he, <laughs> he failed tremendously. I mean, I personally think it's 50-50 on the coach and on Russ because Russ just has to be better at that. You know, eventually at some point you just got to say, Russ, you got to be better. Yeah, I mean, but, but I'm sure Sean Payton will put a system in there that yeah. will work for Russ, you know, yeah. just like he did for Drew Brees. And mm-hmm. Obviously, Russ isn't Drew Brees, but, you know, he has a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I think it'll fit Is right. Is Russ a He's, Hall of Famer? <laughs> it's an interesting debate. It's an interesting debate. He has, um, to play for, he has to play for like five more years and like be good, I feel like. I don't think he's a first ballot. No. But I think he can make the Hall of Fame. He's had a good career. He has. He's he really a good has. Career. I want to see him play good next year. Uh, did he sp- ever get a Super Bowl? He got a Super Bowl, yeah, right? Denver, yeah. Just, huh? Or with Seattle. Seattle, yeah. yeah. Just the one. Legion of Boom. Yeah. 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 With their <laughs> insane defense. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's right. That that was Bobby fun. Wagner. Richard Sherman. Back when he was Cam Chancellor. A talker. Yeah. yeah, Cam Chancellor. Yeah, that, team's that team was fun. <laughs> so yeah, should be interesting for Sean Payton. I mean, obviously, um, it'll be a long discussed topic until it actually comes down until next season. This season's still going on, but it should be fun. I mean, a year away from football probably got his mind in the right space for him to be excited about it again. He's got an interesting project to have to deal with, so it should be re- it should be really interesting Are to see wind down. Broncos, you know, do they have a, sh- a shot in the, in the, the AFC West? West? Yeah, I. F- See, I would say no, because I still put the Chargers above them. I still put the Chiefs above them. You got the you got the three FC champions in the other three divisions. Not putting the Raiders. So that's five teams. Then you got two more teams, and now you got teams like you know the Dolphins, the Ravens. Um, Well, let's say they win the division. Okay. Um, (laughs) Pittsburgh, 
who knows how the Raiders are, who they get, who knows how the Jets are, who they get, who knows how the Patriots are. Um, you know, it's the whole league. Like, so it should, it's going to be tough without a doubt. The AFC is loaded. Yeah. So it'll definitely be interesting to see. But let's move on. Let's move on to hoops now. Um, I feel like we got enough talking about uh, NFL for now. But the first thing that I want to discuss in the NBA is, you know, the all-star starters are out. The votes have come out. The results have come out. You want me to – you know the names, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, know so, the, I definitely know the names in the West. So, in the yeah, in the West, it's uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Steph Curry, uh, LeBron, Nikola Jokic, and Zion to round it out. That team's insane. Yeah, it's pretty stacked. And then, <laughs> and then over – but then over in the East, you got Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, and Kevin Durant. Yeah. Isn't that madness? Joel Embiid got snubbed. Badass. I can't lie. I mean, yeah, Embiid got snubbed, but who are you putting him in over? So they had, who are the three big guys in the East? So, you know, there's four guys that definitely are deserving, and there's only three that can get it, you know? It's not who are the three stars? Giannis, KD, and JT. Okay. And then Embiid is the one that got left out. I mean, Embiid averages 34 a game. Yeah. He has to be a starter. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. He averages 33 and a half. They need to give him his MVP. I can't lie. Embiid? Yes. Um, he's in. He's that's in. interesting. Who you, who you got for MVP right now? You got Embiid? I want him. I want him to win. Averaging 33 and a half, 10 and 4 right now. Yeah. Yes. I want Embiid. <laughs> interesting. Um, I mean, they're having a good year right now, sitting at the three seed, uh, three games back of the one, 32 and 17, um, 19 and 8 at home. Um, they got a 3.7. Uh, Plus minus differential, eight and two in their last ten. I mean, they're a great team. They're loaded, and he leads them tremendously. Yeah. An interesting debate. I guess we can get back to who I think should be MVP in a minute if we want to talk about that. But a great debate is, you know, Jokic versus Embiid with that crazy matchup that went on this past Saturday. Embiid is. I don't. I can't say he's so much better, you know, like how I want to because I wouldn't I, say that. Jokic yeah. is a back to back MVP and looking to go back to back to back, but. Every time they play, Embiid dominates him. Yeah. Not even like it's. I wouldn't say dominate. I was able to watch that game a little bit. Granted, I was at work, but you know. Dominate. I'm at work, but I'm still watching basketball. Like Jokic, <laughs> Jokic can't guard Embiid. Like he can't. He, in the first half, he was doing a good job swiping on him because you know how Embiid always loves to toss them pump fakes yeah. to try and, you know, every time, he'd like be at the, every time he'd be at the 15, 18 footer mark, you know, he's trying to, he hits yeah. that slow ass pump fake. And Jokic was ripping that stuff yeah. all day. Um, obviously, Embiid was able to get the best of him. He dominated that game. Let me pull up that uh, the stats of that game real quick. 48-13. Because <laughs> um, the Nuggets were winning that whole game. Yeah. They were winning that whole game. Um, Sixers were down double digits in the second half, um, but they were able to get it together and get the job done. 47-18-5 and five for Joel Embiid, <laughs> 18 for 31 from the field, uh, while Jokic had 24-8-9. and nine. Both big men had a bunch of turnovers that game, so you could tell they were. It was one of those Beating type them. of games. Yeah. yeah, who's a better team in your opinion, the Nuggets or the Sixers? Because I agree with you on the aspect. Like, they're like both the, tremendous player, and it's tough. But I think Embiid. I would rather have Embiid if I had to pick one on my team. But yeah, but I think both teams are. You might call me crazy for this, but I think they're similar in a way. You know, they got their star big man. Um, I think the Sixers have Keep more, going. more right. weapons. They have a, you know, they have. I don't want to compare James Harden to Jamal Murray, but you know that solid point guard. Because mm-hmm. I don't think James Harden is a superstar anymore. I'm yeah. not going to label him that. He's a star. 
He's a star. Average is but he's not. He's not top. Twenty-one five. and eleven. He's not top. That's 10. a star. He's not top ten. Top five. He's probably not top ten. But you know. he also doesn't shoot nearly as much as he used to. Like I think he could easily be the superstar if he wasn't on a Joel Embiid team. In my opinion, I think he's yeah. just finally come down to earth. He's got it in his mind. Like, hey, if we want to be great, I got to be this type of player. Yeah, no, I and, agree. You know, Bones Highland is great six man. Tyrese Maxey's a great six yep. man. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey be starting sometimes though. Uh, he was normally a starter, but recently, the last month or so, I'd say they've been bringing him off the bench, which I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. I feel like he's too good I to really keep don't. him on the bench. But you know when, you know, crunch time in the playoffs, like Tyrese Maxey's going to be out there. I mean, like, yeah, Whether I he mean, starts the game or well, not. Because they, I mean, they, start, they start DeAnthony Melton, but it doesn't mean like DeAnthony Melton plays 22 minutes, Maxey played 30 yeah. know, in that game. So just because he doesn't start doesn't – like he's going to be out there when it's crunch time, when it matters, you know? Yeah. Like, they're not having whoever the hell you just set out there. Like, yeah. D'Anthony Melton. That, that bum. <laughs> but, but no, I I agree with you that the Nuggets and the Sixers are very similar in like a team rounded out aspect. Yeah. Um, I personally think the Sixers are the better team too. I agree. Because when you put them together, you know, like Jokic and Embiid, they're both the two great bigs in the league. You, you can't compare them, but, you know, at the end of the day, they're both great. You know, they're yeah. 1A and they're 1B. Um, so they compare. And then you got that, you know, those star guards, like you said, in Jamal Murray and James Harden, you know probably giving the edge to James Harden in that aspect, but it's similar because yeah. that's their two guy, in my opinion. I think Jamal Murray is their two guy. Because um, then you also have that sixth man off the bench, Bones Highland, um, Tyrese Maxey. I think Tyrese Maxey is the way better player, in my opinion. No disrespect to Bones Highland, but he's the way better player, but they play similar roles, and Bones Highland is able to get buckets when they need him to. When he gets hot, he plays well. But, you know, and then they got – I mean, I would say Maxie's the third best player on the other team, but then you got that forward star player, good role player, Michael Porter Jr. and Tobias Harris. That's where I kind of compare Maxie versus MPJ. Like they're at different roles on the team, but they're both like the three men, you know, and they're both great young players with all the potential in the world. Because yeah. I think Michael Porter Jr. can be an all-star in this league for sure. Yeah. I think he's a future he all-star a, without a doubt. Some bad injuries to start his yeah. career, right? Like out of college yeah. and yeah. I think I remember that back injury. Yeah, I mean, he was dealing with a bunch of injuries. I don't really know. But yeah, I mean, he's only he's getting better. College. He's only getting better. Yeah, he's no joke. He's no joke, and that's why it's tough to compare these teams. Can finish, you know. He's six ten. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's he's legit. You can dribble like he's a he's an all around player. Yeah, he's solid. Yeah, no, nah, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. And then you know the Nuggets also have Aaron Gordon, Kentavious Caldwell Pope, Bruce Brown. I know they're not special names, but they're good role players to have yeah. on the floor. Caldwell Pope does a lot for them. I feel yeah. like whenever I watch the Nuggets, he's clipping threes. Like, yeah. <laughs> just corner threes. Um, he's just a little bit of everything for him. It seems like he's the type of guy that, um, you know, can get the assists when needed. He gets a few rebounds when needed. But, I don't know, you know, he's a role player. He has bigger games some nights than others. But he's a solid player, and he seems to be thriving in Denver so far with them leading the Western Conference right now. But, yeah, let, let's, uh, let's back it up a little bit, and let's talk about the – all-star voting discussion a little bit because we don't know the all the reserves that there are to be for both conferences um but we do know the starters so what we can talk about is you know if there is a guy that you think got left off the list got snubbed i mean who's the one guy i mean i said it joel Embiid. joel um shy shy averages 31 32 a game you know isn't on there having said that steph curry and luca are yeah the two best players in the West, probably, besides, like, LeBron. 
Yeah. No, I agree. It's tough. Yeah. So it's because I think Shy, if he was in the East, he probably would have. He definitely would have been the second starter over Donnie. Uh, I I think over Kyrie, he would have been. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's tough because because the player rankings, Kyrie was one, and the fan rankings, Kyrie was one. Donnie was two in both of those. Yeah. But it was the media rankings that kind of weighed Kyrie down a little bit. Donovan was one. Kyrie was four in that aspect. I definitely think they would have given the edge to Shea, but you know they're in a different conference. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I guess the one name that I kind of want to bring up, of course, it's the obvious. I th- I think Jalen Brown was much deserving to be an All Star starter this year. I mean, one, he's on the best team in basketball. Um, he's having the best year of his career. He's averaging twenty seven points a game. He averages seven rebounds a game. Um, that's a big boost from him. What's um, uh what's, what's Donnie's numbers? Um, Donnie averages twenty eight five and four. Okay. Now, I think Donnie's the, without a doubt, I think he should be a starter. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's played great. Yeah. Especially for being on a new team. and I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie has great stats too, though. You know, he has 27, 5, and 5. Yeah, no, he's, he's balling. Yeah, he's balling. <laughs> he's been doing a, I mean, they struggled a little bit when they didn't have KD, but after a few games, he started to ramp it up a little bit, started playing some better ball. He's been scoring out of his mind recently. But, you know. I just think I'd give the edge to Jalen just because he scores just at an as good of rate. And, you know, he rebounds the ball tremendously, and his impact on the defensive side of the ball should not go unnoticed. And that's why i probably give him the edge. Um, I've been respecting Donovan Mitchell a lot on the defensive end for him lately, too. He's looked like a completely different defender this season compared to others. So that's the one guy i probably give it to. Um, I would put Joel Embiid in the all-star front court as well. I know it's crazy. No kitty. I know you're not saying no JT. <laughs> I mean, I think it needs to be no KD or no Giannis. But obviously Giannis's stats are insane. I think it's like 32 and 12 or something like that. But, I mean, all four of those teams are at the top of the East. You know, it's Boston, yeah. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and then Brooklyn. You yeah. know? And, I mean, they're right, and next, then, you know, and they're right next to each other. Uh, they're all... Brooklyn's at the four seed, four and a half games back. Milwaukee's second seed, two and a half games back. It's crazy. All five of the starters are on five best teams in the East. And that's exactly how I think it should be. Yeah. I think the best players on the best team should be the all-star starters. But I'm probably putting in Bede, and I, I'd i probably leave off KD just because of the injury. Yeah. You know? I mean, Embiid I was going to leave hurt. off Steph because of the injury. I yeah. wanted Shea to be in there. I mean, it's tough. Because I was thinking Giannis, honestly, just because – I mean, you know, when he dominates, he's putting up 45, but there was game, you know, there's games where he drops seven points, nine points, you know, nine, eight, and eight, which is still good, but yeah, it seems like the Bucks aren't at the same type of rhythm that they normally are this type of the season. And I get it. They've been dealing with some injuries like everybody else, but maybe I'm discrediting him a little bit. Maybe I want Embiid in there as well, but I'd take, I'd take out Giannis or KD in that, in that factor. Um, the West, I low-key think it was perfect. So, yeah, we, we know the All-Star game is going to be crazy. I mean, those 10 yeah. starters are probably 10 of the best players in the league, without a doubt. So, I mean, it's going to be crazy. And what's even crazier is my boy, uh, first-year head coach Joe Mazzulla, the youngest coach in the league, he's going to be repping Team Giannis in the Eastern Conference in the All-Star game. Did you not know of that? You seem a little surprised. Yeah, they haven't announced the Western Conference head coach yet. Uh, I assume it's Mike Malone just because they have the best record right now. But – Joe Missoula got the edge. Joe and the staff. So they're going to be in Salt Lake City on All-Star Weekend. 
I'm going to be enjoying it. Hopefully Tatum gets drafted on Giannis's team because, you know, you want the boys together. You want them together. And I bet I bet JT gets rolling in the All-Star game a little bit if you got Missoula in his corner like, yo, you know, just giving him that little pep talk. Got Damon Stoudemire on the bench like Tatum. Yo, like, this this is our world, fam. Like, <laughs> but in, in all Tatum, serious, Tatum does not give a fuck about the all. No, I know. I know. <laughs> in, in all in all seriousness, I'm just ex- I'm just glad to see Missoula and the staff get yeah. some recognition. Um, but also in all seriousness, Donovan Mitchell's returning to Utah, returning to Salt Lake City. I could see him putting on a show for whatever team he gets drafted to. Yeah, yeah, because that I mean, Why don't, I don't they they should just do East and West. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like seeing the draft though; it's fun. Keeps I, it brings yes, up the ratings it'd be tremendously. Like, it'd be you know, such that. a good game this year. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it really would. But you have LeBron and KD. Like, come on! I don't want to see them on the same team. I mean, I, it's going to be tremendous no matter what. I don't. Come on! Who are the, who are the captains? About it? Who are the captains? LeBron and Giannis. Probably what you'd expect. I wonder who gets first pick. They, uh, they probably give it to the goat. They probably Just give it to the goat. Seniority. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a uh, he's got the. Is that foreshadowing for how many how many times goat debate? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of just gonna let it be more natural, but I mean, we can have a goat debate. You, have a goat <laughs> debate. you can start. <laughs> I mean, Jordan didn't get to the finals for the first like seven years of his career too. Like, That's cool. It can get. I I don't know. It's hard to have the goat debate because I'm the type of person that like I see both sides of it. Like Michael Jordan was the greatest of his time. He was six and zero in the finals, um, but he also, you know, he did take a couple years off in between those two title runs. He didn't make. He didn't get past the first, the first round, I believe. Maybe it was the second round, but he didn't get out of those first couple rounds. The first seven years of his career. A lot of people say, you know, Dennis Rodman was a huge part of, you know, him and Scottie Pippen were the huge part of them winning it all, you know, I don't know. And then when you talk about LeBron, like he made it to the finals nine years in a row. He went up against the greatest team of all time. The competition he's had in the modern era has been highly more competitive than Jordan in the 80s and 90s. I mean, LeBron's literally a week away or so from being the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. I mean, so I think longevity has to be put into effect at some point. I mean, he's the youngest player in history to average 30, and he's the oldest player in history to average 30. I mean, that's insane just for that. That doesn't even talk about his rebounds, his assists, you know, like his ability to win. Okay. I don't know. That's (laughs) how I feel about it. I'm curious what your rebuttal is for, because you seemed excited about this. Jordan, just, huh? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. He is great. He is. Um, you want me to tell you why? I, I <laughs> want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, five MVPs. Yeah. Okay. Defensive player of the year, which mm-hmm. LeBron hasn't touched. What? LeBron has not touched a defensive player of the he year. He should have won defensive player of the year in what, like 2012, was it? Got robbed? Maybe. Yeah, he talks about it all the time. 2012. Are you watching? You remember what happened? What he, how he was playing in 2012? I do remember who he was playing in 2012. <laughs> what was that supposed to mean? It's a long time ago, but <laughs> I think he's uh, playing just as good as now as he was playing 10 years ago. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, he's an older man and he plays a different style, different way. Yeah. He's the same dude. Same no, dude. He's still a beast. Yeah. Continue. I don't need to say the obvious six championships. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. 
Obviously, Jordan was one of the greats with all those scoring titles, all those MVPs, all those championships. Finals MVPs. All those finals MVPs. I mean, LeBron has four championships, four finals MVPs, four MVPs. 13-time All-NBA first team. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Five-time All-NBA defensive first team. That's the one I was looking for, waiting to tell you. No, he never won the award, but, I mean, five-time first team All-Defense. I mean, he's still a a dog when it comes to the defensive end. I mean, you see it firsthand. He's been doing it for 20 years. I think I just... I really I, I don't know when you ask when you ask you know legends Larry Bird guys that played against Michael Jordan like and Magic, have seen yeah. LeBron play the last twenty years they'll still tell you Jordan's the goat. Well, of course the way those he, old the way heads he, are going to say that though. Okay, but all the new guys in the current I know generation said, and you, and say you it's said LeBron. that he didn't play against it's good just competition, but the guys we just he named did play are, great competition. That's not guy, what I'm. The guys we I'm just, just saying like the overall are, talent around the league is that much better. Like I, the, I would agree. Like the four through the twelve guys on the roster are probably. 10 times better yeah. than the four through 10 guys on the rosters in the 90s. Yeah. Without a doubt. I would so, agree. So it's I just well all rounded teams as a whole. Like the, the skills of the players, like the skill of the generation nowadays is through the roof. Yeah. Like that's why it's so difficult to make. Like, I don't know. I'm getting a little off topic there because I'm just saying the difficulty to make the NBA is without question insane. But now it's yeah. even more difficult because of how good everybody is. I mean, we talk about it at home. I mean, like, these studs in high school who are tremendous basketball players can't even make it to Division One. you know? Mm-hmm. These tremendous Division One basketball players that have some of the best scoring in college basketball and they can't even make it to the league. They have to play in the EuroLeague or some league overseas because the NBA is that tough and it's a completely different type of game, too. I mean, the floor is wide open, so it makes it that much more difficult. I just think that Jordan dominated his era in a more dominant fashion than LeBron did. Definitely. It's not even close. But there was no 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors team. You know, I get it. 72 and 10 Bulls, and he was the best player on it. Yeah, he was was on that team. Yes. And he was the best. (laughs) He's the GOAT on that team. You know? (laughs) Who has the greatest championship one of all time, though? Yeah, LeBron. It's LeBron James. Yeah. Beat that 73 and 9 team. Yeah. That that was insane, yeah. But I he had more help than Jordan did, I think. I mean, who was on LeBron's team in '07 when they were in the finals? Was that when they? I believe was it twenty? Yeah, because oh, because '08 it was, was that when they played. '08 Celtics won it all, and then Lakers went back to back in '09 and 2010. Unless they, no, because Lakers it was they played the Magic in '09, and then yeah. they played the Celtics in 2010. So it must have been '07. Tw- yeah, it must have been. Let's let's rewind All Star Weekend last year. How about that? Okay. NBA Top Seventy Five. Yeah, it was awesome in, in Cleveland. It was very cool to see in Cleveland. It was very cool to see who gets announced last. LeBron's the goat, still playing. the goat in his home city. <laughs> Michael Jordan gets announced last. That doesn't tell you what it needs to tell you. I don't know what it does. All right, look. <laughs> Jordan is still playing, and at the end of the day, if James. everyone wants to say Jordan's the goat, you know I'm okay with it. I really am. Yeah. Because they're both the two goats of their generation. I just think people discredit LeBron because of the losses he's had in the finals. As if people don't discredit I get it. LeBron. I would say you're discrediting Jordan by saying he played plumbers, you know? Like I didn't say he played plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> All I was saying is the talent in today's NBA is is better overall. And you gotta agree with me on that. 
I would. It is. I would. But yes, there were still superstars in the NBA back in the day, obviously. And obviously. it's, I think, like Michael Jordan's Defensive Player of the Year award is, you got to think about, like in that time, like all, like the players that were winning Defensive Player of the Year were all big men. And that was a big man, like dominated era. Hey, it's still a big man dominated era now. And my boy Marcus. It is not a big deal. My boy a, Marcus was still able a, to get it together last year, win that award for, the, not for a, the culture. It's a point guard dominated era. For the culture. Era. Sorry, it's I just had definitely, to toss it's that definitely out there. a point guard dominated era right now. What or for guard. for the DPOY? No, no, not for no. Nah. That's what we're that's in what general. you're talking about. No, I'm talking about in general. In general, I want to. In I general, I, Jordan's era was big man dominated. I don't know if it's a point guard dominated era because point guards nowadays are six six. You know, like Luke is a point guard at six seven. Like still, point I guard. would say it's a forward dominated era. Because the the ability to be six eight that athletic and to have all skills no weakness that's as dominant as you can get. Yeah, but even like a Luka even Doncic, like, like a the Jason Lakers Tatum, with LeBron and AD, two of the top ten players in the world, probably they're struggling. Struggle because they don't have a good point guard. You know, um, Michael Jordan was rocking with Steve Kerr. See, but that that's, it that's different. Like these guys are like it's it. That's all because their roster sucks, and and LeBron and AD are not able to be what they once were, and they can't carry basketball teams. That's what it is. You're seeing LeBron, LeBron can't drop carry four, a basketball team. You're seeing LeBron drop forty one points and not able to get a win. Yes, that happens more times than not. I obviously can carry a team, but we're talking about winning. It like, come on, you've seen it the last three years. They're the 13th seed in the Western Conference. No, they do not win basketball games. I know. Like, I'm when is that? That's a, because they don't have a point guard. That's how important. That's it is not the team. only reason why they're not winning basketball games. I'll tell you that right now. A lot of teams. They're one of the worst shooting teams in basketball. Guard. I know that. They're like when AD's not healthy, it's Thomas Bryant. Guess they just brought in Roy Hashimura as a key upgrade. Roy Hashimura is not threes. that crazy. Your guards. Your guards are shooting most of your threes. Think of the good teams in the league. It's the best players on the team shooting threes. What do you mean? The Nuggets, their best players, Jokic. Yeah, but they still have Jamal I get Murray, it. Bones. I get it. Gri- solid Grizzlies, it's Jaw. Clippers, it's their forwards. Warriors, it's Steph. Luka, it's... I mean, like Brooklyn, all teams like it are starts different. with Kyrie. Like all teams are different. You can't. Cleveland, I, I it starts agree. With a point guard, and Donovan. I would. I would agree. A point guard is essential to win a championship. You need a good point yeah, guard to win 100%. a championship. But to win games, you just nah. That's not the Lakers' sole problem. I would agree. Their point guard, like issue as a whole, is a problem. But it's the Heat. The Heat. Two great forwards. You know, rocking with Kyle Lowry, and they suck ass. I mean, they're twenty three. They're twenty eight and twenty three. Six seed. I mean, eight games back. Mm, they'll get bounced. Game, two and a half round. games back of the Cavs. They're doing fine. There's a get long season to go. Five game series. Yeah, but round. the East is tough, and the Miami Heat are one of the best playoff teams in basketball. So I don't care what seed they are. You got to watch out for them come playoff time because they got a good team. They got no. They got a good team. No. They got. They can. They can beat you one hundred five to one hundred every night. Every night, their defense is like that. that. Jimmy Butler's hold. one of them dogs. They're not going to hold a team you, like we, you, Boston, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. They're not holding those teams to 95 points. You, you never know? know. They're not outscoring those I've teams. I've seen KD and Kyrie get shut down once. I can see it again, man. No, not no, I, I agree with you that they're not one of the best teams. All I'm saying is just watch out for them. They are scarier than you think. The reason why they're not going to be over the top is because Kyle Lowry's not that good. Because <laughs> their point guard's bad. 
Yeah, but that's why they <laughs> won't be over the top. I agree with yeah, you on that's that. Why, yeah. You need a point guard to be over the top. And that's why I give all my credit to Marcus as a Celtics fan. Because just a year ago, a year and a half ago, everyone was saying the Celtics need a point guard. Who is that point guard? Who are they going to go get? Who are the, Who's that last piece they're going to get to get them over the top? Granted, we only made it to the finals. We didn't win nothing. But I think Marcus Smart has, without a doubt, proved that when he plays primary point guard, he thrives. And he plays tremendous. His assist rate is up... I don't know the percentages. I'm not very good with math, but throughout his career, he was averaging about four assists a game, four and a half, maybe five. Now he averages seven and a half assists a game, almost eight assists a game um, because he's the primary, I mean, I guess not primary ball handler, but he's our facilitator. You know, he's our point guard. And I say it all the time. We are not as good as a team without Marcus Smart. It's because we don't have anyone to move the ball. We have scores. We have scores all day long. Yeah. But, we don't have anyone to keep the offense moving, to keep it flowing, yeah. have that facilitator, and it's Marcus Smart. So all the credit in the world to that guy <laughs> because he gets he gets discredited way too much, way too much. If we're talking about point guards. How good is he? Where do you rank him? He's top 100 player in the league, without a doubt. He's top, he's top 50, top 40 maybe. Okay. Top right. 40, I'll say. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Yeah. That's tough, though, you know, because there's a lot of great players. Like, it's eight teams. You know, being a good player isn't all about being, like, the best player. It's all about fitting your role on a team. That's what makes you good, you know? Yeah, 100%. Because not everyone can be the best player. It's not, like, it's just not how it works. I, I um, agree. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's not a great player still, you know? So that that's all I'm trying to say. He's a great player, key piece, <laughs> and I loved he proved doubters wrong. He's a point guard at heart. Um, yeah, we, <laughs> we kind of started stretching this a little bit. Um, I guess we can keep this rolling into, you know, who are some of the best point guards in the league, right? Cause I mean, we talk about type of key guys that are needed. You think the point guard is most influential piece on an NBA basketball team? Yeah. Cause of facilitating. So, you're not moving the ball around on offense. You're not getting open shots. You're not scoring. Before I uh, list you who's leading the league and assists and who's up there, um, who are your best point guards in the league right now? You know, if you just off the top of your mind, how to name a few. Um, Steph, Luca, Ja, Kyrie, Shea, Damian, Darius. Okay, boy, I had to toss him in there. He is. No, nah, he is. He's great. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. There's a guy you're forgetting. Leads the league in assists 10.2 a game. Averages 20, 10, four rebounds. Shoots 40% from three, 48% from the field. 88% free throw shooter. Averages two steals a game normally. Under the radar, but he's just not on the best team. But a great guard. Darren Fox? Mm. That was a good guess. Was a good guess. He's on a good team, though. Kings are good. Who's the player? I like this. What we're playing. <laughs> Who's the player? Uh, Come on, you got it. I got a hint. West or East? East. Drew Holiday? Nope. Come on. That was Way good. better than... Uh, Drew Holiday is one of the best defenders in the league, but yeah. this <laughs> this guy's a way better passer than Drew Holiday. Give me the team, and then I'm going to feel like a what dumbass. What do you mean? Just, I'm a, I'll feel like a dumbass. Man. The Pacers. Tyrese. Tyrese Halliburton leads the league in assists per game at 10.2, followed by Trey Young at 10, Jokic at 10. Luke, you, were, you were talking Luke about him eight, like I had... like He would have been above Morant, huh? Darius. Huh? You were talking about him like he was going to be... like. In my top four point guards or something. That's why I was. Well, Tyrese Halliburton's a great point guard. 
I agree, but you know, we're just talking about being able to run an offense and the top seven. I had. He's not above needed. that. He's not even in my top ten, probably. If you're counting no? like CJ McCollum as a point guard, mm, I don't know if I do. Do I, you? You? I count him as a shooting guard, in my opinion. I get it. He plays guard. I don't know. The one game that really convinced bit, me about him being a point guard was that C's game. Yeah, he was. Well, he just had primary ball, ball handler. Time. Yeah, shooting, passing. Yeah, no, he plays. I would. I mean, he plays point guard for the Pelicans a good amount, but yeah. I, he's a shooting guard in my Yeah, eyes, I think Jalen Brunson's better than, shooting guard. Jalen Brunson's better than Tyrese Halliburton. I think I disagree with that. Really? Yeah. Um, Tyrese Halliburton's a great scorer. Let's see, looking at this, I mean, Jalen Brunson averages two more points a game, shoots it two more times than him, has a worse field goal percentage from three and from the field. Um, Halliburton smokes him and assists per game. Um, Jalen Brunson... Averages a steal less than Halliburton. I just think Halliburton's a great, well-rounded young player that has a tremendous future in this league. No, I think he. I think, I think he has a great he, future. He already he already got moved once uh, difficultly from Sacramento, but th- I think that's a very understandable trade. But I think he's a guy that teams should try and go get for teams that need point guards because he is another underrated guard. I think he could soon be a top seven point guard in the NBA, top five point guard in the NBA. Why not? James I mean, Harden's these guys aren't going to be here forever. <laughs> James yeah. Harden. James Harden's no joke. Um, if Tyrese Maxey started on a team, he'd be a better point guard than Tyrese Halliburton. He'd average 25. Uh, better point guard or better six player? And six Better point guard, better player. Because that's a great debate, Halliburton versus Maxey. You know, like, here, I'll, I'll name a few for you. Halliburton or Maxey? You somewhere. got Maxey? Yeah. Anthony Simons or Tyrese Maxey? Maxey. Um, Maxi got the size, you know. Jalen Brunson or Tyrese Maxi. Maxi. Dejounte Murray or Tyrese Maxi. That's a tough one. Probably, I'm taking Maxi. Yeah, I probably am too. I'm a big fan of Maxi. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a, a stud. Beast. He's, he's a, beast. a stud, without a doubt. Comes off the bench and averages twenty. His defense is <laughs> slept on too. Yeah. He he makes he makes. What plays is he like six five six six? Maxi? Yeah. I feel like he's like six three. No. Maybe six two. No. Dude, he's not that big. I know he plays shooting guard, but he is not that big. He's not 6'2". Tyrese Maxey is 6'2". That's crazy. He's not that big. Plays bigger than 6'2". Dude, you watch him on the court. I For the first year of him, I would, I would say last year watching him, I could see how good he was, but it never made sense to me, and I can never understand it. And I don't know if I believed in him that much because, like, dude, he's not that big. It's crazy how he can shoot over defenders, how well, yeah. how well he can create separation and, you know, just his shooting ability. It's crazy because yeah. he's not that big. But he's but quick. It's impressive. You know? He's really quick. Finish at the rim. Yeah. He can hit the middies, like those fadeaway, like middies. Yeah. Like clapping those. Yeah. No, I, I, I see Tyrese Maxey as like a CJ McCollum type, you know? Yeah. He's a little smaller, but, you know, McCollum like can a get a bucket whenever Bradley Beal. Uh, Bradley Beal was an all-time scorer all the time, though. Yeah. You know, like, he was just buckets, buckets, buckets when he was in his prime. He was. And he was a few inches taller than him. Yeah, so respect Maxie and Halliburton. I think definitely two up-and-coming guys. But I don't know. How about the know. Pels losing streak? Have they won yet? Yeah. Not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up because they are 1-9 and nine in their last 10. And, I mean, looking at who they – have been playing and who they got on the schedule right now. 
I mean, they lost to Washington, Minnesota, Denver, Miami, Orlando, Miami, Cleveland in this losing streak. I mean, some tough teams, some not very good teams. There's some bad losses. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's just weird because, you know, they were without B.I. and Zion for a while. Yeah. And then, I mean, while that stretch has occurred, B.I.'s come back and he's played a few games, but they have not been able to win anything. It's pretty crazy to see. The Pelicans are now sitting 26 and 25 at the eighth seed in the Western Conference, below Phoenix, below Golden State. I mean, the West is starting to shape up pretty pretty interestingly. I mean, at the top, you got the Nuggets. You got the Grizzlies sitting at two, and then the Kings, they've solidified their spot at the three spot. They, you know, we pointed them out a couple weeks ago. They keep doing their thing with their dominant roster. Clippers are at four somehow. I don't understand <laughs> it, but they, they win games. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard it there. They're struggling. Warriors are at five. Mavs are at six. Um, so those two teams have been starting to play uh, decent. Decent, not tremendously, but decent. And then it's Phoenix, and then you got the Pelicans, who are playing the worst basketball in the NBA right now, 1-9 and nine in the last 10. The only teams also playing that badly are the San Antonio Spurs and, and the Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton's team himself, who's been out for the last few weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, they're in a rough stretch. And, I mean, without having Zion, with B.I. being in and out, I mean, yes – it's understandable why they're not winning games, but they got to start picking it up eventually because they do not want to be in the play and come playoff yeah. time. I mean, a, a few weeks ago, I said, you, we were talking about teams to watch out for, and I said the Pels. Yeah, and ever and since that you was brought right, that up. That was right when they lost Zion. I said, yo, we're going to find out how important Zion is to the Pels, and, you know, they're 1-9 without him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely gives all the credit to Zion. Shows yeah. exactly how important of a piece he is. He deserved to be an all-star starter. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, for 100%. sure. 100%. Well-deserved. Yeah. He had a he had a tough start into the league like a lot of guys with that type of build do. Injury. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the impact he's had since he's been healthy, it's... Averaging 30. Yeah. 30 and 10. <laughs> he's one of, uh, is it 30? I, I thought it was. Or 27, uh, 28. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's 30 exactly. Let me pull it up here. But, no, he's... Having a tremendous season. He is uh Zion averages twenty six points a game. Twenty six, seven, and four and a half with a steal. Um, gets a block every other game. I mean, I still think the Pelicans can be a scary team. I agree. I when like they, the roster. When they get Zion back. Yeah, when they get CJ? Zion back when CJ BI playing is the way he can. Yeah. If he can continue playing that way when he falls back into his normal role, yeah, they I think they should be okay. But I just think they need to watch out for that playing spot. And Valentinus. Like they have a good team. Yeah. Can't but, believe they're losing you know, all these games. I know, I know. Injuries though happens. That's why there's 82 of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, season's already over, halfway over. There's about 30 games left, so it's gonna go quick. It's gonna go quick. Um, the last thing I want to talk about before we end the show today. I mean, we talked about it again uh, briefly a little bit, but you know, it's just the crazy Eastern Conference. Those top teams in the league. I mean, I think it's without a doubt. You know, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and Cleveland, and I think there's a gap. Um, I think my I think Miami is a great team, and I think they're a threat to anybody just because of how they play and how good they are defensively. But the other teams are just more skilled, in my opinion. But when it comes down to these five teams, if we assume these five teams get the top five seeds, two of these five teams are going to be playing each other in the first round. Yeah. And one of these teams are going to be bounced in the first round. So looking at this right now, I'm curious who you think, A, 
who most importantly needs to get one of those top three seeds to avoid that first round spot. And B, I mean, if you had to, you know, just where we're at now in the present currently with how all teams have played this season, where are you ranking them? Probably going to put the season at one. Okay. You know, they've been the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucks are at two. Actually, I'm putting the Sixers at two. Okay. I think that, you know, obviously Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. But outside that, I think the Sixers have a much better team. Yeah. Um, putting the Bucks at three. Okay. Obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put Cleveland at four. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, Katie Kyrie, obviously, two top 12, 10 players in the world on their team. Um, But I like Cleveland's starting lineup a lot. I like Garland, Mitchell, um, you know, third guy is Levert. Yeah. And then Mobley and Allen. Yeah. And, you know, that's – It's a great team. Four (laughs) all-stars. All right. I don't know about that. Yeah. Calm down. Allen was an all-star. Mobley's not an all-star. Okay. He's not. I mean, he's on his he's on his way. Maybe potentially his future way. on. Yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, because I would agree. Mobley and Allen are very similar. I mean, yeah, Allen's I think, the better rebounder, but yeah, they're both right there. Um, and then I want I want to see who you think is who most importantly out of those five teams needs to get out of that four or five spot and needs to be a top three seed in the East come playoff time. I think it's the Sixers. Really? Yeah. Because. Why is that? You know, they have the same team they have this year. They had the same team last year, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't do much. I think, uh, you know, who was their first-round matchup last year? Was it Miami? Was it? Might have been. Yeah, so just, you know, playing a team like Miami, like, who was – they were the one seed, correct? Was no, it you're right. Miami, no, we were the, we were the two seed because we ended up playing Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they were the one seed. Philadelphia was the four. It was not. It was a second round matchup. Um, Miami ended up winning that series in six. So who was the five seed that year? It was Toronto. Philly. So, Philly beat them in six. Okay. I just. I think that you know to avoid that tough second round. I mean, obviously, second round is gonna be tough. Yeah, no matter it's what, gonna be tough in the East. In the East yep. But but I'm just talking about avoiding that. You don't want to play like Boston. In it, the second that's what round I'm talking or, about. Potential four or five matchup where it's Cleveland versus Brooklyn. You know, yeah. Philadelphia versus Milwaukee. Brooklyn versus Boston, whatever it may be, you know, like that matchup's going to be the best matchup of the first round, in my opinion, because all those teams deserve to move on. Yeah. But, you know, only four of them can do it. So in my opinion, when I, when I think of it, I mean, it's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. Yeah. They're the youngest team out of all of them. Um, They don't really have all that much playoff experience. I mean, Donnie's done it in the West a little bit, but that's about it, right? Yeah. And I, I think I'm just giving the advantage to the veteran teams. You know, I'm especially in a first round matchup. I don't see Katie and Kyrie losing in the first round again. I don't care who they play. I really don't think it happens. Um, you know, you don't want to go up against Giannis in the first round. Um, probably not getting that done. And then I think Philadelphia is really talented. Their roster's loaded. I think I think they've been due. They they're so good and they can never get it done in the playoffs. They always get out of the first, but they can never get past that spot. And I just feel like they're at a, such a good point right now. And Bede's in his prime. Um, Maxi, James Harden. I think Tobias Harris can get it going. You know, like he's a clip. I think I think Cleveland needs to try and stay away from all those teams in the first round. Try and get 
um, get an easier matchup, get a top three seed, get an Atlanta team, a New York team, even a Miami team. Like that's better than facing Boston, you know, or because um, you're gonna have to face those teams coming the second round. Um, and then when I have to rank the teams, I, you know, I probably do Boston, Philadelphia. Um, like right now, I'm probably putting Brooklyn at three. Um, just you know, without KD and they've been playing solid ball. I mean, not consistent winning, but I mean, they're right there in the pack. You know, once KD comes back, they're gonna be right up, right back on. Yeah, I just um, don't like. And then you know, you mentioned KD and Kyrie. I don't like. I just don't like their uh, supporting cast. You know, the rest of uh, the guys. Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, Joe but Harris, it's solid though. Like Seth they have Curry. a bunch of solid players. Like you know, Nick Claxton's a good big man. Seth Curry's a Good role-playing guard. Go look um, at Seth Curry's last game. 0 for 5 from 3. You okay, don't even need to go look at it. Just because he didn't hit your bet doesn't mean he can be a hater. All right? 0 for 5 from he 3. He had 14 the game before that, 5 for 9. He had 32 the game before that, 11 for 20, 7 for 10 from 3. He, double digits in every game he plays. I mean, he averages 11 a game, and it seems like he averages double digits more than not. So, but I, I guess, but... You that's know, your, I think that's your starting. I think they need like, to play Cam Thomas a little more. Utah Watanabe. I mean, he's a good role playing forward. Watanabe um, was playing a lot the other night. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't play that much. He's a type of guy. I think they need to move on from Ben Simmons. I think that's their one weakness, and I think they need to trade him for whatever they can get. He doesn't play a lot. He does he? He plays probably more gets than like you think. twenty minutes. Twenty seven minutes a game. Really? It's that's way too lot. much. That is way too much. Yeah. Because he's a he's a bot. He's so, a, he's a liability on offense. He is. He is. But, no, I'm, I'm putting Brooklyn over them right now just because I think the Kyrie KD, that duo is lethal. And yeah. I think it'll come into play a little bit more this season. They've been playing all year long. KD is out for a few weeks. That won't be no big deal come playoff time, as long as Kyrie's getting his reps in too. Yeah. And then I probably put Milwaukee, and then I put Cleveland. But, you know, all of those teams are a threat to win it all, not just to make it out of the East, but to win it all. So it should be really interesting to see. I still got my boys as the biggest threat. Um, I think they're the most well-rounded team. I mean, MVP, you think it should be Embiid? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think it can be Jokic. I think it can be Tatum. I think it can be Embiid. I think it can be Giannis. I think it can be Luka. Yeah, it's tough. It's early. It's tough. I think that, those are probably my five guys that I put Yeah. in the MVP conversation. Um, it's a good list. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It should be. I'm excited to see how it turns out because this is crunch time for the NBA. Yeah. So, I mean, we know how some of these teams are playing off and on, you know, good and then bad. But this is the time where the great teams separate from the good teams. Yeah. You know, so it should be really interesting um, to see that. Um, any last remarks you want to make around the league or give anyone some flowers or say hi, Mom? or No. <laughs> All right. Um and next week should be a really fun podcast as we get strictly into the Super Bowl next week uh, with the first Super Bowl ever with two African-American quarterbacks um, for the two separate teams. You got Jalen Hurts, you got Patrick Mahomes, two of the best teams in football. We're going to be discussing that and a whole lot more. It's going to be a whole lot of football for you guys as we're winding down on the NFL season. But that's going to do it for the episode today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Lance's House of Sports, <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>